In honor of Mr. Marvin Hagler, I saw that uh, documentary last night about him. Great documentary. The marvelous Daryl Gray. We have two amazing guests today. We're going to be talking about something that's like on the forefront of everybody's consciousness right now, um, especially with this pandemic thing. We've been seeing, if you're in the business, if you're into like just just anything that's going on in, in New Orleans, the real estate market is on fire. Is that right, guys? Am I am I correct by saying that the real estate market is on fire? You are correct. You are correct. All right. It's it's crazy because everybody thought with the pandemic and people losing their jobs and all of this stuff, the real estate market was going to be affected. But it seemed seems like it was the opposite. So we're going to try to break down break that down a little bit. We got two um, professional real estate people here with us today. Uh, I'm going to let them introduce their themselves. Well, I introduce them and then we'll let them get into their bios and all this social media stuff. You know how we do it here on down by law. So these are guys that um, if you guys are looking to buy real estate or have any questions or interest in real estate, you can reach out to either one of these two people. Um, ladies first, as always, it's Latanya Baptiste. Hi that everybody. Yes. Let everybody know, you know, we'll, you got the whole listening public WBOK down by law. The crew is out there listening to you guys. So, Miss Baptiste, how are you today? I'm well. How are you? It's good. Thank you for having me. No problem. No problem. No problem. And we also have Mr. Terrell, Mr. Terrell Harris. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, Terrell, we're gonna let Miss Baptiste give all of her information first. You can run her bio down. Ladies first. Ladies first, always. What We're gentlemen around here. Oh, the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Latanya Baptiste. I'm an agent with Remax Affinity, and I've been an agent for four years. I'm a mother of two boys, and I also work at Xavier University as an accountant. We're here on Xavier's beautiful campus. I know. In the in same building I work at. Same building you work in. <laughs> well, I'm welcome. I'm a stranger here. Oh, there oh, you go. Welcome, well, welcome hey, to my home. You family, you family now. You're down by law family now for sure. Yeah. Yes. So, Ms. Baptiste, tell us a little bit more about yourself. So I have a master's in business. Um, I have a degree in accounting, a BS in accounting. I started with Remax three years ago in February. That's when my career kind of took off. And uh, my goal is just to help homeowners or new homeowners. Awesome. What's your social media handles? If somebody wants to get in touch with you on, on IG or Facebook, how do they find you? So on Facebook, you could just Google my name, uh, Latanya Baptiste. So uh, IG, it's sweet underscore T, that's spelled T-E-E, underscore 80, underscore the NOLA Realtor. Okay. All right. So a lot of education. Yes. Numbers lady. Yes. She's a, she's kind, a, of. kind of. <laughs> she's into accounting. She knows real estate. You know, that's a, that's a, that's a plus. All right. Yes. Let's flip it to, uh, Mr. Harris. Mr. Harris, you want to give everybody your bio and your background? Yes. Uh, my name is Terrell Harris. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Underscore O, O-W-E. I've uh, been in real estate business um, for a while. So I've been licensed since 2004. Wow. Yeah. Um, before so Katrina. Was, before before Katrina. Katrina. So you've seen a lot. I've seen a lot. 
I sing a lot, so I. How um, old are you? You I'm look 41. so young. I'm 41. You're a youngster, man. Yeah, youngster. I'm still young. <laughs> Miss T, you're never supposed to ask a gentleman his age. Well, that's how I go. That's how I go versatile. We can't ask her, you know. No, it's yeah, a modern day man. We don't ride by that rule too. Don't <laughs> ask a gentleman his age. I'm proud. But I'm you proud look in your twenties. Thank you, man. I am. I'm 29. In your mind. <laughs> but you, whatever number you tell me, that's nobody else. But yeah, I've been uh, a while since 2004. Ex was playing with the New Orleans Saints. Um, I got released. And when I got released, I went and got my real estate license. So okay. my dad, uh, one of his best friends, was a real estate broker, and I joined on with him, Mr. Uh, Eugene Moody. So I um, uh, joined on with him. Uh, from there, I went to a Caldwell Banker with Ms. Donette O'Neill. Um, that was during the Katrina era, during that time. So in 2007, I got my own brokerage firm. Uh, it was called Secured Investments, Terrell Harris Realty. So from there, fast forward to here, um, I'm a broker still, so I'm a realty pros of Louisiana. Um, I actually just started um, the company uh, this year in February, and I um, we have 11 ages now, so awesome. we 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 growing good. To, to you, a dog? Yeah, we started in February. <laughs> man, get to it. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> That's what's we up, man. It. We it. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful thing. And and you've been in real. You said since 2004. So you've seen like the ebb and flow of New Orleans real estate from the Katrina. Like a lot of people. Katrina was a, a big deal in terms of the real estate market. There's a lot of changes that took place. A lot of people came up during Katrina. Right, right. So um, it depends on how you look at it. Um, man, they, they was giving, the houses was going so cheap. I just remember going through New Orleans East and this all the areas with in the flooded houses, the smell of it. But to see the, the price range of it, you know, where is that before? Because during that time, if you wanted a house, you could get a house. It wasn't no um, extensive credit check. It wasn't extensive. Um, and that's why you had so many foreclosures as well. You know, and I know yeah. we'll get into that later. We're just on the introduction now. Right, but, right, right. Um, but, yeah, that, that's my little background in it. Um, I went to Tulane University. I got a, um, a degree in computer information system. I got a minor in telecommunications. I um, also have um, a, my general contractor license as well. So, um try to be well-versed in, in the field of real estate. So, so, so today we have two guests. Both the both college educated, both real estate professionals, both uh, multitaskers, and I'm, I'm sure y'all both understand the the value of having multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm. So this these are some of the things that we as a community have to master, understand, and master to move to the next level. You know, uh, real estate is, in my opinion, and y'all can chime in on this. It, Depending on how you feel, I think it's the cornerstone of wealth in the in the Ooh, in America. Thanks. Thanks. Am I wrong? You're not wrong at all. What you say, T? I mean, if you look at um, how can I say what I want to say? <laughs> Absolutely, you better <laughs> you better speak the, speak the, speak the truth. The truth. How huh? most white people got their wealth was from real estate, and right. just the I mean, we have to start. Passing, having things to pass down to our kids. So they're not making any more land. Finite. You, you, you better get your That's piece it. of the pie. Mm-hmm. And let's look, I said, look at when I was, when I was uh, preparing for the show, I said, I mean, we can't, earth, the earth is what it's going to be. It's going to be. Unless we go to Mars or mm-hmm. something like that. That's mm-hmm. the only way you're going to mm-hmm. find more land, more turf. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's real. We got to, we got to understand that first as the, as the number one principle. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry to go ahead. No, no, no. That, that was all I Yeah, and, and that's correct. And, and she said it correct um, as far as creating generational wealth. Um, 
Mm. Every time I close with a family, and especially if I the, the kid has to close and something like that, I always mention to them about generational wealth because this is a key. Um, this is a key piece of creating generational wealth. Uh, when you talk about the gap of generational wealth, you talk about one life insurance, but the other one you talk about is real estate. You know, so um, why why it's here is good to not just have, but also be informed on it. You right. know, and that's that's my biggest thing to make sure that you have the right information so you know how to go into a real estate deal. Or you always prepared to be um, in a position for a real estate deal as far as a first time home buyer or your investor. You know, it's, it's, it's about being prepared for that deal. So. It is it, it's, it's key. What do y'all What do y'all do to to educate people when they when y'all like somebody says, "Hey, I want to buy a house." What are, What are the first things you tell people? And we're gonna run through some of the considerations, but just off the top of your head, one of the first things you're gonna tell somebody when they say they, they're interested in buying a home and they give you a call. And the first thing I ask is, "What What are you, What's your credit score?" Boom. Credit is so important. Oh man. And we were never taught that, so it it's funny. Last, was it last week, Kennedy, we had Carlos on with the credit? Or was it a week before? It's a week before. Two weeks ago, we had Mr. Carlos D. Smith on, and um, he he's on Instagram as the T-H-E underscore credit underscore God. And when I tell you this guy is amazing at helping people understand credit, first and foremost, he's a teacher. And secondly, he does he, he helps you create a plan to get on track with your credit so you can start taking those steps to build that generational wealth by, you know, purchasing a home and making sure like life, people don't under life insurance is a completely different subject. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you mentioned that Mm -hmm. because people need to understand that if you don't have, you could make very little money um, throughout, through your career. But if you put together a life insurance package that somebody who, when you pass on, they're going to inherit that money. That can change. And then if you educate them in the interim mm-hmm. to what to do when they do get the right. money. But not, and even, not even pass on. There are some life insurance plans you where you can use now. while yeah, you're alive. Right, 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 right. So that's the whole nother. I would love to be on we with gonna that. Come back I got back. a guy we, with that, yeah. We're going to come back yeah. in a couple of weeks to talk mm-hmm. about that. Casey, you got that? All right, yeah, we're coming <laughs> back to talk about it. Man, that was yeah. a good one. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's you know, those are those building blocks for financial freedom and mm-hmm. generational wealth that we as a culture and a community need to start grasping because the world is moving fast nowadays, mm-hmm. man. It's mm-hmm. getting, you know, with technology and everything, it's getting so small and that time frame is, is changing a lot. So we got to make sure we understand these financial principles. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just, let's get into like where we are now with this crazy hot housing market. So what are y'all seeing? What are some of the trends that y'all are seeing? What's, what's going on out there? T, let's start with you. What 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 has what has piqued your interest in the housing the current housing market? So I'm a first time investor. Even though I've been in real estate, I, I still feel like I'm a newbie. You know, I've been in real estate for four years, but I still feel like a baby in this market because every transaction is different. I learn something from every. It's, I learn something different from every transaction. But I'm trying to get more on the investment side, mm-hmm. and so uh, I've. The, the cost of material has tremendously right increased. Right so that's what's piquing my interest right now, just because I'm more on the investment side. If you're mm-hmm. smart, you never stop learning. I heard you say you're still learning. But if you're smart, I don't care what you do. I learn something every day. when I'm, I've been practicing law for, I don't know, 14, something like that, 14 years. Okay. And I always learn something new every single week. I love that part of doing what I do. Mm-hmm. 
And it's just, you know, add, you add to your toolbox and you get better and better mm-hmm. and better. And then, you know, that's how life goes. You're, right. you're all, if you're smart, you're always learning. That's one of my sayings. Um, I like that saying. So, listen, I was doing, I was looking at, and I've, you know, I, I was telling you earlier, uh, T, that we, we just sold, like we're selling the house. And I was looking at the real estate market and I've been looking at it for a little bit of time. And it's like things have gotten so expensive that when you sell a house, where do you move? You know, all of that stuff, because prices are up right now. So if you own, if you are in all your property, you're winning because you probably got a pretty decent amount of equity in your home. Mm-hmm. But from what I've from what I've researched, it looks like the real estate market now is as hot as it has been since mid 2000s. Oh, That's it's crazy. It's hot. 14 years. And yeah. we're in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where it's supposed to be an economic downturn. Right. So. Terrell, what's dry, what do you think, you know, T added what she had with the the, uh, the cost of it, um, materials and things of that nature. But what do you think is driving the real estate market to go up the way that it's going up? A couple of things. Uh, supply and demand. Um, one we just talked about is not enough real estate, and mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the key. Um, it's a seller's market right now, and the reason being is, one, the interest rate is real low. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's um, more people are able to afford a house. Uh, more people are getting qualified to buy a house. And, and one thing is more people getting educated to know how to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Um, the government or the banks is a little lenient with, with a little more money to, to give to buy a house. Um, the first-time responders, the healthcare workers, um, a lot of those are buying the houses. They never stopped. You know, a lot of people did stop working, but a lot of people also kept working during the pandemic and, and also made more made money, more money right. during the pandemic. And also, you now have uh, independent contractors or small business that's actually thriving and 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 is booming as a right. small business. Mm-hmm. So they put themselves in position to buy a house as well. So when you have all these group of people that's trying to buy a house and you don't have that much house inventory available. Um, that that's it what's going to drive the prices up, you know. So I list um, one of my clients purchased a house in September 2020. We listed a house for sale. Uh, she bought it for 194 in Pelican Bay uh, in September. She we listed in April 2021 for 240. Wow. We got 255. So she made what 60 grand? 60 almost? grand since wow. September. That's insane. Wow. That's man. crazy. But because the interest the interest rates are so low. You can't afford more house. Mm-hmm. So, so what are y'all seeing interest interest rate wise? What are, I mean, one point nine is that like two? Is it I going think it's about two point four six. That was yes. that was my lowest I saw, uh, like two point two, two point three. Yeah, but I, 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 somebody. And don't get me wrong, it's going to go. It's continuing to go creep up a little bit. But I saw uh, last close like three point five, so it's still in that little. So, but everything is a balancing act. So mm-hmm. as the interest rates go up, then the prices Price will start down. dropping. Yep. Right, right, right. And then right. The, the material will probably start dropping mm-hmm. also. So everything just balance each other out. Terrell, as far as like we talk, you talk, you mentioned it earlier. Let's just talk about it. Before the housing crash in what was it, two thousand eight, maybe two thousand nine, somewhere around there, uh, you could just get a loan. Like and if you like, I, I mean, I you can sign Mickey Mouse on the application, damn near, and get a loan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and and it was it was good. And it was good why it was there because some of these loans was uh, adjustable rate mortgages. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these loans were, uh, they really couldn't afford it. So you start doing that crash. Majority of the people that came from countrywide and all these big companies giving these loans, they was for, it was foreclosing. Right. So, so adjustable rates versus fixed mortgages. Just give people like a quick rundown of what that is. 
So fixed, you're going to pay a certain amount of dollars. It's never going to change. You're going to pay that every month until the the end of your loan. Adjustable, depending on the interest rate, it'll go up or it'll go down. Mm-hmm. So it can mm-hmm. it can change. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. I would never recommend that. I know a lot of people, you know, you always want to play it on the safe side and get something where you know what you're going to pay regardless of what what's going on with the economy. Mm-hmm. You know what your house note is going to be. Some people, like if they like if they move around, they sell houses all the time, you know, you might be good with an adjustable rate for a moment. Mm-hmm. You know, it mm-hmm. just depends on your situation. Right. But the standard person, the standard vehicle to get into, from my understanding, is always a, a fixed. Yeah, I would say order. adjustable is short-term only. Yeah. Right. And yeah. If, if there's a mortgage lender that's given a first-time home buy, your adjustable rate, they don't need to be. They need yeah, to be you need fired. To, you need to run, <laughs> you need to run right. from that so, person. Um, I don't really see it too much no more. Like you said, investors see it a little bit, or uh, somebody mm-hmm. dealing with hard money lending or something like that, but I really don't see it too much on the on the first-time home buy situation. Yeah. yeah. So we got we got this COVID market and, and the inventory is down. We talked about the interest rates being really really low. Um, home prices are up, so that's a good thing. If you like, we talked about if you own a home, and um, a home like we when we talk about owning a property, that's like a, the cornerstone of your financial portfolio. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you how do we deal with Buying a home when you don't have a whole lot of money to put down to get into that to get into that house. So if you're a what first time if you're a first time home buyer, there is the program with the the city of New Orleans, and you can get up to forty five thousand down payment assistance, and then five thousand closing costs. Wait, how much? Forty five thousand. Forty five thousand dollars. Yes. Wow. Wow. And then you instantly go into your home with equity. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then they give you uh, up to 5000 closing costs. And so another option is to also ask the seller to assist with the closing costs. Yep. And then with FHA, you could get up to 6% uh, closing cost assistance. So you got options. Like a lot of people think, you know, if, they, if they've if they never owned a home, they think, well, home ownership is outside the realm of possibilities for somebody like mm-hmm. But – there's programs to help people buy houses. Correct. Right. And we need to take advantage of that. We need to first know that that's out there. So if you're talking to an educated realtor, like these two um, fine professionals we have here today, they can help put you into the right kind of situation um, to qualify and um, utilize those programs, which is huge. Because if you get, you walk into a home with instant equity, now you got some net mm-hmm. worth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, a, that's a big thing for us. So we got to make sure we understand it. Um, what else? What else do you need to consider? I mean, obviously we talked about credit, and we can we can dig a little bit more into that because mm-hmm. um, that's going to drive your interest rate, you know, right? Um, it's going to definitely determine if you qualify for a loan or not. So um, if you have something on your credit, again, I'm going to give you Carlos's information because uh, he is absolutely amazing. I don't. I would. I only want to recommend people that I know that I can stand on what their product and what they do. Mm-hmm. Carlos is amazing. Uh, you guys need to talk to him because that's the, that's the, that's the, the first step that you have to take to, you know, accomplishing what we're talking about now, which is home ownership. Um, T H E underscore credit underscore God on Instagram. That's Carlos D Smith. He is the principal and founder of Smith financials, LLC. Um, he has a book out. 
that I have a couple of copies in my car I need to give to Casey. But if you go onto his Instagram, you can kind of follow him and figure out what's going on, and he can help you get your credit fixed. Um, like we talked about last, uh, when he was on the show, you know, um, having the proper credit score, having the right credit score can mean the difference between thousands, maybe $100,000 when it comes to over the lifetime of your loan and your interest rates and things of that nature. So it's all the trickle-down effect that you got to kind of have a grasp on and a deep understanding of. So check him out. Um, this is Down by Law, Attorney Daryl Gray. We have two wonderful guests here today. We're talking about real estate and home ownership and, you know, the pandemic, pandemic's effect on home ownership. Um, we have Ms. Baptiste and Mr. Harris here talking about real estate, two very knowledgeable and fine people. Okay. So let's talk, Mr. Harris, what do you think about the home prices now? You think we're going to see a drop in home prices? Yes. Um, before that, uh, we were talking about the pre-approval. I know we were talking oh, about the credit okay. and everything, and yeah. I, I want to do touch on something else. Credit is, is real, real important. And another thing, a key factor is your debt-to-income ratio. Okay. So um, they do take that into a factor. So if your debt is real high based upon your income, that's going to be a factor. So that got to be a, a certain income or between 38 and 42%, something like that. Your debt-to-income ratio. Um, the lower, the better. Let's talk about what what's, what makes that up, though. So you, Debt income, you make $50,000, but you spend, you know, I don't know how much that is a month because I'm not great at math. We got an accountant sitting right here to my right. Oh, no, don't, put the me to, don't put me Go to ahead. work. Trust the numbers, Miss T. Don't Trust put the me numbers, to work. sweet T. Yeah, so the debt to income ratio is definitely um, a, a key factor, something looking at um, your, your check stubs, um, when you deposit from that, that comes from your, uh, your bank every month, uh, every week, um, however you get paid. Um, they want to take a look at that. Um, you also could get a gift. So I know we were talking about how can you get uh, uh, money so uh, for, your one, uh, for your down payment. So yeah. you can't get a gift from somebody. It's just that that gift, with that gift they want to see where that account came from, where it came out from that account, and you have to write a letter saying that it is a gift and it's not a loan. So uh, you can't get a gift from somebody. Um, the down payment, I mean, uh, closing cost assistance, I always try to get my clients to ask for closing cost assistance. But right now in the game, that could be – because if you sell market, market, you could lose that deal because of that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're asking for closing costs, so it, it just got to be careful on that deal. But um, that's income, credit, um, your spending habits, uh, your bank account. I was about to say that one. Yeah, they, they look at they Cut check your out. spending. Yeah, they check. They take a look Discipline. at all that. So um, I like to do a consultation. Be six months before you start, when you start <laughs> yes. looking at right. show, show, a, show a change in behavior. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. They want to see that. So, Terrell, let me ask you this. You talked, you mentioned, you mentioned this earlier. When it relates to independent contractors, self-employed, what do they need to do to qualify for a mortgage? Same thing as far as credit score wise, um, but they want to see uh, a bank statements, also tax returns. So they want to see two or three years of um, consistent tax returns. Um, they want to know that your business is making money. Right, right, right. They want to see the deposits that you have where it's coming in on a consistent basis. Um, they want to see um, at least um, whatever your down payment is. They want to also see that in the bank as well. So that's another thing. When you know you're about to purchase a house, don't write everything off. Mm. You you don't want to write everything off or you're trying to get a, you know. Mortgage. Yeah, you mm-hmm. don't want to write everything off on your taxes. All right, because when the bank Show see that. income. Yeah, the bank see that, they look at your tax return, oh, you made $10,000, yeah. but you want a $200,000 house, and it ain't going to work like <laughs> yeah. that. So you're going to have to eat that. You're going to have to pay sacrifice. your taxes. You know, yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one of the things. It's funny that you say that because as a business person, you want to 
save as much money as you can. So that's where your write offs come into play. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a dance, it's a balance, right? Because mm-hmm. you want to, you still want to be able to qualify for things. You might your business might be making a million dollars a year, but if you get to a point where you are writing off everything and you're showing a negative return, then mm-hmm. that affects your ability to be financed not only for a mortgage but for lines of credit and yep. you know loans to to grow your business all of that stuff matters so sometimes you just got to take a hit right yes you right. know and that's why you got to show on paper look this is how much money my business makes and it's not a taxes. hit forever it's not forever it's just about you getting uh mm-hmm. and you got but it's, it's about strategic planning as right. well like right. you talked about mm-hmm. so you know like oh we want we probably want to move in a year then just start adjusting how you do um your books and things of that nature not do anything illegal because you got a lot of options if you got a good CPA or accounting, mm-hmm. but you just got to plan that all this mm-hmm. stuff out. Correct. All right, T. What you you would? I didn't mean to interrupt you because you're giving us so oh, no, many no. gems. You, you y'all, news. y'all dropping gems right <laughs> now, <laughs> like for real, for real. Come on, keep it coming, baby. Yeah, but, but that is just a part of the pre-approval process. So, um, that's his credit is one part of it. So, um, and I know both of us, we're not going to look at any houses unless we got a pre-approval letter in our hand. You know, mm-hmm. so and it's a difference between getting pre-approved and actually getting a um, you know, approved. So. Uh, the pre-approval, they just ask and, you know, run the general, uh, your, your credit and ask you where you work and maybe see a short check sub. But when you get approved, they actually dig deep and down and they verify your job. Uh, they ger- verify your bank stuff. They verify your uh, uh, proof of funds, uh, uh, place of employment. They want a blood sample. Let me tell you, and, and I want to bring this up because this is so crazy. And maybe this could, could, could be the start of conversation. Um <laughs> My last closing, they actually asked my client for a Facebook picture of her and her fiance. Are you serious? To prove that they was together, or they really have a, 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 a relationship. Kind of relationship. Wow! I've never seen it. And I wow. told them no. I asked these people. I say, I don't know if y'all know what's going on in this real estate world, with going on with minorities, with with different things, appraisal. But yeah. I'm not going to say that this is this. But I have never heard that I've since 2000 from that. nobody. So listen, if you ask anybody listen. else for a, a, a Facebook picture. From a legal standpoint, I'm going to say that's that. I know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's nutty, man. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm and sure. we were so close to closing that we just didn't want to. Yeah, you didn't want to. You but, know, but at the same time, wow. well, it's going to be, you know. Wow. She's, yeah. Wow. Lending discrimination is so real. Like, it is, it's, it's, and it's so um, depressing and discouraging when you. Mm-hmm bust your butt and mm-hmm. you go out here and you work and do everything you're supposed to do mm-hmm. to put yourself, put yourself in a position to win. And then you got to deal with somebody treating you differently. Right. Based on your color, of your skin. Right. We were going to close on Thursday. They asked for this. We we're going to close Friday. They asked for this Thursday. I've never heard of it. Like you're so I, close. I, like you had the I'm goal not line. Saying, I don't believe point. you. We have to, I'm right, just right. saying I never heard crazy. that. And they also asked for two things, two conditions, um, that and also the CPA's license. What? Because she was an independent contractor as well. She make money on the side. So uh, her CPA filed her taxes. They wanted to see her license. But after I I said that, mentioned that, it was like, you know what? Let's not even worry about that. Let's move forward. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. Wow. That's tough, man. Yep. That's that's disappointing to hear. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's real, though. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just a part Mm -hmm. of it. It's a part Mm -hmm. of it, man. And that's that's something, too. If you have a – see, a lot of people don't understand that uh, when you hire somebody to help you buy a house, that person is your advocate too. Mm-hmm. Because when you're negotiating a deal, that person is going to push for certain things for you. And if they're knowledgeable and they know what to push for and they know how, like you just said, like asking for closing costs right now, closing cost assistance right now, 
it's kind of a bad play because it's a seller's market. You don't want to put yourself in a position where you lose the deal mm-hmm. just based solely upon that because you're getting multiple um, multiple offers on homes Correct. and you don't want to be the odd person out because you're asking for closing cost assistance. Mm-hmm. So having somebody who can help you navigate that world um, is key because you got a whole lot of steps. You got to get pre-approved. You got to get you got to get uh, all your finances in in a row. You got to have your closing costs. You got to have all this different stuff. You got it. So the long and the short of it is having somebody who's knowledgeable, who understand, who's going to be an advocate for you, is what it takes. Because we don't know. A lot of people don't know. I mean, I don't know, and I, I consider myself to be a fairly intelligent individual. I don't know a lot of stuff about the housing market. So you always want to make sure you find the right person to help you get from point A to point B. And just like uh, Mr. Harris just said, like, you know, sometimes you, you deal with things that make you uncomfortable because it is a, it is a, it's a personal thing because it's your finances, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you're dealing with your finances and you're dealing with, you know, people asking you all these different questions about how you, how you uh, make your money stuff. You might not even think of, but you might not have ever thought about this. But you know, but the banks, you know, they're examining you. They're trying to figure out if you're a good investment, yep. if you're worth the risk. So it's a lot that comes into play with that. You got to have somebody know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to have somebody who's there to help hold your hand and help you get through and that process. And listen, and you and have listen to listen to, to the professional. Man. So it's a trust, it's yep. a trust relationship too, right? Mm-hmm. And whenever you're hiring a professional, whether it be a real estate person, whether it be a lawyer, a doctor, whoever, you have to have some trust in that situation because. You know, decisions that are going to affect your life are being made by that person and their experience and their expertise. So, All right, and that's why you hire them for that trust as well. You know, because a realtor, we just we we come to them as a realtor, but sometimes you be a counselor, sometimes right. you be uh, 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 help out with the kids with this. Uh, you know, so so someone become family. So you know, you become you become a lot of it. But the biggest thing is just trust and listen to them. If you come into them as a realtor. Trust them. You know, it's so many times that, you know, we put in deal uh, offers on houses that's underbidden and I'm letting them know, listen, it's not it's this kind of work. market. You yeah. know, as my, as my client, I'm going to submit this offer for you. But I'm letting you know, know. And I'm not even, it's not the bad energy that I'm giving you. I'm, you know, it's, it's the real life, you it's know, based it. upon the market, you know. And we never won none of the bids. Wow. We never won. You know, we showing mm-hmm. doubles and taking the time out to go and show it, go and show them. I'm listen. Can I ask you something? I know I'm not the interviewer. (laughs) (laughs) But at what point do you feel like if you have a client that's always underbidding, Mm -hmm. at what point do you say, okay, I don't think this is going to work? Like, do you have a point where from the relationship, maybe you need to go and get some other things together or you're not that serious or. Honestly, because we're, we're wasting time. Yeah, my last one, I didn't. That was it for me. Um, Our last bid that we put in, it didn't work. I was just, we just shook hands and. We just we just moved on. Sometimes so you, you it's not cut a good the, you fit. Severed? Yeah, and I'm fine with it. And I was, uh, you know, um, I'm, I hope she get a house, uh, her, her property. I hope the other agent she worked with to get it. But I'm okay with it. You know, yeah, because every agent, client is not for you. Yeah, every client is not for you. Um, but I was able to submit every offer. You know, I, I it was a good experience. Like you said, you get something from each mm-hmm. experience. You know what I'm saying? So I learned a lot. Um, from that, I think one of the last ones we put an offer in, and she wanted them to separate the water meter. Cause it was on one line, so usually when you hear, um, wow. a water's included. Right. That's what that's for. So you get a, right. a, 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 a average on how much the water is is a hundred dollars a month. So if you're charging a thousand dollars, you charge eleven hundred dollars. Water's included. She wanted them to separate the water meter so they could have their own separate one mm-hmm. in this seller's market. It wasn't gonna happen with a high property. 
You know, so she after wanted we, the sellers to separate it instead of her going in and separating herself. herself so she got, this, yeah. this was on the double. This was on the double. Um, and, and, and in this market, back yeah, in the yeah. day, you know, we could yeah. possibly ask them, you know, they yeah or nay, but not in this market. Right, you know? right. So, down by law, with attorney Daryl Gray, 504-582-9422. We're talking to Miss Baptiste, a.k.a. Sweet Tea, the real estate guru, and Mr. Terrell Harris. Mr. Harris is uh, the principal at Realty Pros. Ms. Baptiste, who are you with? What's I'm with Remax Affinity. Remax, okay. Uh, guys, we they're dropping gems today. We just they just they just entered into a conversation and x me out of the whole conversation, <laughs> talking like real like no I'm just sitting back. I'm, I'm, no I'm, I'm loving this conversation. I'm loving. I love being educated. So you know, you never stop learning. This is wonderful. So if you guys are in the market. For are thinking about getting a house and you just don't know where to start, this is a great place. This is a lot of information. Um, this is where you this is where you begin to change your life if you don't if you don't own a property. If you're young and you want to buy a property, if you missed, I want I want y'all to give them their first time home buyers information again, so that can sink in. So if you know somebody, even if you know somebody who's trying to buy a house, why don't you give them this information? So they can get started in the right way. You can get you can get down payment assistance at, at what amount? Forty five thousand. Forty five. That's crazy to me, man. So you're instantly you instantly walk in with equity. Yep, and you don't have to pay it with that forty five thousand. I think you have ten to twelve years to stay in the house. I they reduced that. They reduced it maybe six to eight. But because yeah, right after that. right after Katrina, it was ten years. Okay. So now I believe it's five years. Okay. So, so they they, the they, they reduced it tremendously. They forgive it. So so check this out. Now you walk into a house like you you take advantage of the first time home buyer uh, options and and incentives that they have out there, and you walk into a house and then you say you got a hundred thousand dollars in equity. That's a that's a lot of money that you can leverage. Leverage right, and then you can refinance, pull that money out, and buy investment property. So how do how do you leverage that? Like, what are the vehicles you use to to um, to leverage that that equity in your home? A you lot can of people refinance. Don't know. So yeah, if you uh, you free, refinance um, your next house, if you're going to buy, um, most likely you're going to put it's going to be investment property, so you have to put down twenty percent. Mm-hmm. So if you got a hundred thousand uh, dollars of equity in your house and you put it out, you could take twenty five grand, twenty five grand, twenty five grand, and go buy four separate properties um, right. with that. And then um, building wealth. That was, building that, wealth. That's, that's that's what I was just about to say. Wealth. Generational wealth. Now mm-hmm. you got you got multiple streams of income, which is which is key. You can work a job like it. I have no problem with people working jobs. I think that's great because mm-hmm. that's a good like we need that. that's stability. That's stability, mm-hmm. right? You know you you know mm-hmm. what you're gonna make every month. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Get your hustle on. Get something else going. Take these steps to you know get you a house and use some use some of the equity to leverage and maybe buy a rental property. You know, do something else with that money so you can. Have a different stream of income coming in. Now you now you're building wealth and you're building generational wealth, giving yourself opportunities to do more investments. Mm-hmm. You know, afford more opportunities for your family to to have a little bit more stability. But and not just for it multiplies. Like you said, you you purchasing four properties, then you leverage those properties mm-hmm. once you get equity in it, mm-hmm. and then you buy more properties. Mm-hmm. And those properties could be fourplexes. Yeah. So you buy four fourplexes. So you got you got what three to sixteen doors. <laughs> that you that you that you got if you buy the four that you get money off mm-hmm. of. Ain't that something, man? Look, and 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 T, you said at the beginning of the show that a lot of 
white people have been taking advantage of doing this stuff for 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 generations, generations. Yeah. And we we we're, we're kind of behind, but it's not too late because we can catch never up too now. Late. Yeah, it's never too late. We're gonna take a call from Daniel. Daniel, how you doing? You you're on down by law. Pretty good. How you doing? Uh, I have one question about the forty five thousand. What are that available in all parishes or or what? That is in Orleans Parish. And I think Jefferson Parish also have uh, funds available. I don't know the amount, but it may be up to 50000 um, But Jefferson Parish do have some funds available as well. All right, so the funds are currently available for Orleans Parish. Yes. And like uh, Terrell said, Jefferson Parish also has a program. Um, I mean, if you can DM us, we can get you the information. No, that's fine. I just uh, wasn't aware that program was in existing at this time. It is so. available. All, All right, Daniel. We appreciate much. it. Thanks for the call. All right. And also with that program, all banks don't participate uh, with dealing with the soft second um, in, in, um, in these, with, these, um, with, the, with this fund. So I know Liberty Bank is one that does. Liberty uh, Bank is awesome. They, they try to help. Liberty, I mean, they try to help. Uh, I got to say that. Golf Coast. But if you go to the website, there is a list mm-hmm. of lenders mm-hmm. who are participating yep. in the soft second. Yep. If you have a knowledgeable realtor like one of these um, fine professionals we have here today, they we're going to get you to the money. Yeah, they're going to help you find <laughs> the money because they're going to help you close the deal because you're going to go. You're going to tell your cousin and your auntie who helped you get that house, and then that phone is going to buzz, and we all winning. We all winning. That's it. That's yep. what it's about. So let's circulate some of this money. If you. If you're working a job and you don't own a home and you're renting and you want to own a home, let's try to take those steps. I mean, getting your credit fixed, it can be you can get that done quickly, um, but you got to make sure that you are uh, using the right professionals. You're building that trust and relationship with competent people who know what they're doing. So um, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit more about. Well, we got another call. Let's take this call because um, Lee's throwing it at me right now. Kevin is in Tilly. Kevin, how you doing? <laughs> Hey, first of all, man, thank you for coming on and talking about this. Uh, uh, look, um, I own property, right? And I'm a novice at it. I've been on it for a while, so I've pretty, pretty much been running for friends, family, and occasional stranger, right? So, but what I'm finding out that um, it's hard to find professionals who who um, can can manage your uh, your uh, your property for you. I'm in my neighborhood, one of the neighborhoods I own the property, I'm finding out these people coming in and destroying these people's property and then leaving trash piled up, you know, a mile high after they leave. People want to get involved with real estate, but getting it is one thing. Uh, modifying is another thing. But the thing is, to actually uh, receive the resources from that, you got to manage the, the uh, ma- you got to actually manage the, the uh, business of collecting rent right. and in and finding good tenants. It's hard to find good real estate professionals who actually do a good job at that, from what I can see. Because uh, once they get the money, they don't care what happens to the property. You pretty much stuck with it. I think that keeps a lot of people, black people, from investing because we don't have background in that, and it's hard to find people to help us. How can we find a good professional to actually manage the end result running to the con- end consumer, which is the tenant, and getting good tenants and holding them accountable? I would say you have to um, interview. Thanks, thanks, Kevin. We appreciate the call. 
Um, yeah, that's a that's a that's a good point. And Miss um, Baptiste, you were going to speak to that. Yeah, you gonna have to interview um, uh, prospects. Don't just pick them because they're an agent. How do you get started with that though? Like, what do you? What are some of the questions you need to ask? I guess you got to look at their portfolio. You got to look at their portfolio and see what they're what they're currently uh, managing. Because I mean, that, that's a good point that Kevin made. A good question that he asked. Like, you do all you take all these steps to get that rental property, and you have like you know like like uh, Terrell was saying four four doors plus you know eight doors or whatever. You where you get your first uh, property is a fourplex. Who do you get if you're not if you if you don't feel comfortable collecting rent yourself? Who do you get to to manage that property for you? Property management is important as well because that's a, that's a, an expense, it's a cost that goes into your investment. But you want to make sure that that person is doing what they need to do to to not decrease the uh, value of your property. You know, Terrell, what do you think about that? Yep, and I um and that's a great question. Um, if you go around looking at property and see property run down or uh, speaking to different tenants, they'll let you know, you know, this this property is going down, and, and that decreased the value of it. You know, like one small hack, you buy a property, go in there and renovate and increase the rent by $100 just because you go in there and do that uh, increase on that. You know, you 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 know your property is now eligible for more uh, for more money. Now, um, I do have my, – my company actually does property management. I do have um, a young lady that I work with, and I could give you my information, and you can contact me, and I can introduce you um, – I can introduce you to her. Uh, my number is 504-858-2375, 504-858-2375. And I have a um, young lady by the name of Letitia Mitchell, and that's what she does. She's a property management uh, with rental property, Airbnb. Um, she also do credit as well, um, but she is highly recommended. That's who I uh, send all my clients to as far as uh, property management and things like that. So if you get in contact with me, I can connect you with her. Okay. Guys, you're listening to Down by Law with uh, Attorney Daryl A. Gray. I am my mother's favorite child. She tells me this once a week. Um, I don't know if she's giving the same information to my siblings, but she should. And if they're listening, I'm telling y'all what she's telling me. So don't be mad at me. Um, we have, we're talking about real estate today and we're talking about, we, we're covering a whole lot of stuff, but we're mostly talking about home ownership and using real estate as an investment vehicle to build wealth. Um, we have Ms. Baptiste here. Ms. Baptiste, could you please give everybody your full name and your social media social media handle? Uh, my full name is Latanya Baptiste. You can find me on Facebook as such. And on IG, it is sweet underscore T, spelled T-E-E underscore 80 underscore the NOLA Realtor. And you are with who? Remax Affinity. Okay. Mr. Harris, could you do the same for us, yep. please? My name is Terrell Harris. I'm the broker for Realty Pros of Louisiana. Uh, my number is 504-858-2375. I can be reached on Instagram at Mr. Underscore O-O-W-E. And my name is Terrell Harris on Facebook. And O stands for Outwork Everyone. Oh, man, I love it. Yeah, yeah. And you got a, and you got a, quick, little, you got a quick little hit on it, O-W. Uh-huh. O-W. Outwork O-W-E. Everyone. Mm-hmm. O-W-E, Outwork Everyone. Mm-hmm. There you go. Because hard work, hard work is it. If you're not working hard, you're not doing it. I tell everybody in my office, I'm the first person in here, the last person out. I get up in the morning, I wake up, I, I meditate for a little bit, and I start sending emails. They hate me. <laughs> <laughs> it's nonstop because you're building, you're building something. You know, my legacy is going to be what's left behind me. So I'm working like nobody else. And if I feel like somebody outworks me, I get so upset and I start working even harder. Mm-hmm. 
That's yeah. how it goes, Lee. You feel me, Lee? You got to outwork yourself. <laughs> you got to yeah, outwork yourself, did. man. Yep. That's your competition. Yep. The competition is who you see in the mirror That's in the real. morning. That's real. Right. You know what I mean? Like you can't let nobody else get in the way of that. So we're talking about real estate, guys. We're talking about building wealth. We're talking about legacy. We're talking about taking care of your family. Like who? what do you care about? You might not care about yourself, but do you care about your kids? You care about your spouse. You care about having something for somebody else to hold on to that you love. So how do you do that? Well, one of the founding principles is real estate. You know, home purchasing, home ownership. And then we talked about leveraging home ownership. Your first, like, think about this, man. You go to work every day and you have never bought a home. And you can go and take advantage of the first-time homeowners incentives in uh, Orleans Parish. And you get instant equity in your property. Now you got some money sitting there because you made the smart play of buying a home. Now you have some money you can invest. You still work and do your thing. Don't go buy. Don't don't go out and buy five Louis bags. Go out and buy a rental property or something to that effect to continue to build wealth mm-hmm. to help you pay that note. You can go out and buy a rental property, get those doors, and those doors can pay your mortgage on your house. You winning all across the board, mm-hmm. but you got to have somebody who understands how that process works and who can help you navigate that situation and move on to the next level from a wealth-building standpoint. We have two people here today who can give you that information. Um, so I'm glad y'all are listening. I'm glad y'all are calling in and asking questions. These are the conversations we need to start having in our community so we can move on to the next level and stop being left behind. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, let, me, let me say this, too. As a first-time home buyer, you also could take advantage of buying a fourplex. Okay. So um, the, the advantage of you can use your FHA mortgage uh, to finance an option to buy a house opposed to uh, a regular investor got to put up three, uh, 30, 20%. 20%. So yeah. FHA, you only got to put up to 3.5%. So one of my clients just bought a fourplex. Uh, the income was $4,300 a month. Her note was 2100 a month wow. for a first-time home buyer. She had to put up thirteen grand. That's included down payment and closing cost assistance and all that. Mm-hmm. But she got a she got a fourplex. Right. Wow. Yeah. First-time home buyer. Yeah. So she she go live in A and she rent out B, C, and D. Come on now. And it's paying everything. And it's paying, and it's paying everything. everything plus land. Yeah. Plus, yeah. yeah. So that's amazing, man. And that's, that's I'm telling you, like, people do it all the time. And, and, it's, and it's a process. Everything's a process. You start with one. Mm-hmm. You figure it out. You, 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 you take your time. You be patient. And then you put yourself in a position to do it again. Mm-hmm. And then you do it again. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, like, you've changed your whole trajectory in life Mm -hmm. like everything's different and it's a process it's just like with anything else but you got to understand that you can do it right right you got to understand that you got to figure out like make the right phone calls do the right research have a i always you know the one of the reasons i wanted to start this show is because i wanted people to take steps in their life with a little bit of knowledge so they can ask the right questions right and they can continue the education Mm -hmm. Right. And that's what it's about, the correct knowledge. You could do so much with the correct knowledge. And we're in the world of information and technology where we have that. It's I information have, um, overload. Right. Right. And, information and that's overload. Have, that's um, absolutely correct. July 8th, um, I have a business center in uh, Marrero. What we're doing is an introduction to real estate. So I got males, uh, the age of between 20 and 25, they want to learn anything about real estate. How can I get into real estate? Right? You could be a real estate. You could be an investor. You could be a mortgage broker. You could be an appraiser. So I got different kings, sorry, ladies, but I got different kings that's doing it in the industry to come out so these young guys to come and see. And it's about really the end game is giving them information. You know, like you said, when your mom out there, your dad out there buying these houses and buying these fourplex and do it, they seeing that. 
other people seeing that. So you doing it, but you're also motivating others um, to do it as well. So you may come ask you, man, how you did that? How you, you know, well, introduce you to this real. It's about just about passing on the knowledge and the information, you know. So. T, you just gave That's me important. A, just gave me a brilliant idea. As long as I'm, I'm a, a part of it, it's all good. I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> Look. I'm going to talk to you about it off the show. Casey knows how I am. Casey knows how I am. She's like, this dude here. Listen, oh, man, you look, you hooked me up with the wrong people. You know that? And I can't have these kind of folks around me. No, yeah, my life is your guy. We're going to the moon with everything because we, mm-hmm. we want our people to win, man. And it's now now is the time. You know, you got a lot of young, educated black people out there. But what we do not have is examples of wealth building. We We took all the right steps like, you know, you talk all three of us sitting, all four of us, because because Kennedy's going to law school next oh, year. I'm so okay, proud of Kennedy. Right, right. Tulane grad. See you. Right. Uh, Tulane uh-huh. grad. Look at us. Uh-huh. Kennedy's big time. First of all, it's X U. It's T U. You know. Casey, sit down. Casey, sit down. You should always be Tulane. No, like I'm saying, you should always be Xavier. <laughs> education, education. We were taught as in, in our age group because we're pretty much all the same age. Educate. You got to go get educated. You got to go get educated. You got to go get educated. But what is education? Correct information, effective information. That's cool. Going to you school, need education and action. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Going to school is one thing. Being educated is something completely different That's because really. you don't have to go to school to be educated because you can be a multi, multi, multi millionaire mm-hmm. never set foot on a college campus because you learned the right information. Right. right? That's real. Right. And, and one of my guys, investors that I come in, got coming to that, he's an investor. And he go come out there, you know, he go have his Lamborghini and he, <laughs> he went to college, failed out the first semester and, and look you know, at him. and look at him. When? And he come in and, and talking to the kids. So he, when the kids see that, he pulling up in this and, you know, see how he living and, and just a general conversation with him. Like, man, I could do this. You know, right. you don't have to be an athlete. You don't have to be a, a rapper. You know, you got people in your community that's doing it, you know, that's going to pass on the knowledge. So, right. But we got we to gotta, we gotta blow up those uh, examples as well. We do. Mm-hmm. We, have to make, we have to make sure that, that, that people understand how tangible that is because it's just hard work. You know what I mean? Like, you can go to work. You can go work at one of these hotels downtown and stack your bread, and then before you know it, you – <laughs> in real estate and playing around and so you got funny. money to mess with, you doing all kind of stuff. And you winning and you mm-hmm. growing and you and you and you're uh putting yourself in a position to be able to be able to better take care of your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the that's the end game. You know what I mean? So we gotta understand what it really takes to win. You can't we get caught up in what we see as those examples, like you're talking about athletes and rappers, and that's great. But you also have to understand what real wealth looks like, how to build real wealth how to take those those positive steps toward doing it. And, you know, that's the thing I was saying earlier. We we go to school and get education, but a lot of times we that's where our that's where our understanding of how the world works ends. Mm-hmm. Now I got this degree and I can possibly go get a job and I go get a job. Now what do I, I do work. now? Mm-hmm. You work for you know? 50 years. Right. And then you yep. then you sit there and you work, work, work before you know like, oh I wanna do this, I wanna do that. Well, you just you know you work for fifteen years without taking those steps, yep. which you should be able to get out of get out of school and start taking those steps instantly, or maybe even when you're in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we t- when we did the credit when we did the credit show, we talked about building your kids' credits right. when, they, when they turn about seventeen years old. So you start you know put them on your credit cards and all I that did, stuff. My my children just made thirteen and fourteen, and I added them as uh. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, cobalt co-signers on my uh, credit yeah, card. Yeah, authorized, so I'm, I'm authorized, authorized users. users yeah. yeah. So, so, so look at look. I mean, and think about that. Once you get out of college, you got eight hundred credit score. Mm-hmm. You got you got a job. Hopefully, you're debt free. Because go, go get your fullplex. 
Go get your. Go get <laughs> your <laughs> you young, yeah. you might yeah. probably yeah. single. I got right. a little booth, booth thing or something. Right. Go get your get your little full plex. Make money on that. Go yep. work your job. And you don't have yep. to have a high income on the full plex because they use that income that the full pro, uh, is producing as your income. There you All go. Right. You know, so that income bringing in four four thousand. That's your four thousand that's bringing in. Yep. So, man, I'm telling you, we see these are the kind of conversations we gotta have. We gotta do this more. We gotta do it with a little bit more frequency. So people know they can come lock in, like, uh, Terrell, what you're doing over there on the West Bank. We need to have that broadcast so people know about it and they can kind of lock in and get that information from you guys. Mm -hmm. So that's all stuff that needs to be. Casey, what are you doing with this information? Like, I don't understand. Like, why are you dropping the ball on this? It's all my fault. It's No, everything's Casey's fault. <laughs> I take blame for this I take blame for this. He took a hit. Oh, he took, take take a hit, hit for you. That's, a, that's what's up, man. Yeah. It's Such a gentleman. Mm-hmm. I told y'all that we, we we're done. Show's over. Okay. I told you it was gonna be quick. Oh, that was quick. We didn't get I, through, we didn't get through all the topics. I had so much stuff to talk about. <laughs> Keep talking. Really we got, we got two minutes. <laughs> but no, listen. On some, on some real stuff. We y'all give everybody y'all social media information again. Terrell, I'm let you go next. Let yep. me let you go first, and then we're gonna kick to, to Miss uh, Baptiste. Yep. Terrell Harris. Uh, Terrell Harris on Facebook. Mister underscore O W E on Instagram. Numbers five zero four eight five eight two three seven five. And I'm the broker of Realty Pros of Louisiana. Do it one more time, so we make sure yep. we got it. Terrell Harris five zero four eight five eight two three seven five. Instagram Mister underscore O. Uh, Facebook Terrell Harris. I'm the broker of Realty Pros of Louisiana. Y'all, let's buy Louisiana. Let's buy New Orleans back. Mm -hmm. yeah. Get in the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go get you a full plate live on one side. You're renting anyway. You might as well do it. Right. It doesn't make sense. Right. Miss Sweet Tea, Miss Baptiste. Latanya Baptiste, 504-610-5989. I'm with Remax Affinity. Uh, Facebook, Latanya Baptiste. IG, Sweet, underscore, T-E-E, -E, underscore, 80, underscore, the NOLA Realtor. If you do not own a home, if you own a home and you're trying to sell your home, would you please reach out to one of these fine professionals? If you are, they're not, obviously they're knowledgeable because we went through an hour worth of information. We probably got through 20% of what we really wanted to talk about. So give them a call. You can get more information by talking to them directly. They gave you all the information. They gave you all the contact information. Reach out. Hey, this has been down by law. Oh, I need to give you my contact information. I am still D gray, S T I L L D gray on Instagram. I can be reached at right gray.com that's my law firm our phone number is 5045 million 5045 million because we get millions i'm the million dollar mouthpiece if you did not know you need to go look me up online i'll get people that real money when they have a personal injury accident so this is down by law we appreciate you guys see you next week <laughs>